welcome into this wonderful episode of Four Layer Takes where we are discussing Falcon, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier. Episode five called Truth. I'm your girl, Kim. It's me, Mimi. Your girl, Mel. It's your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. Miss Hester Ford. Uh, Miss Hester Ford left us this week to go join the Lord at the beautiful old age of 116 years old. Um, I know. She was officially the oldest living person on the, in the, on the face of the earth. But um, she leaves behind a beautiful family, uh, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren. So just, uh, just rest in peace to that queen and the beautiful life that she lives. Well, 116, yeah. she was about ready to go. I bet she woke up every day like, God <laughs> damn. <laughs> she was with another Prince day, Phillip. another day. Yeah, Philip was like, when are we out of here? <laughs> I'd have been saying, I'd be like, so we still doing the earth still spinning? I know. This she that had to be the most Bill Murray moment. Like, damn, again. <laughs> like <laughs> her life was ground all day. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well god bless her family god bless yes. her today was luther vandross's 70th birthday yeah and the doodle on google today was awesome so if you get a chance well it'll be gone by the time y'all listen to this but the four three of you if you get I, a chance today, click on the doodle oh, yeah i saw it earlier yeah i saw it earlier I don't Google very often anymore. Hold on, let me look at the Google Doodle. <laughs> Google be on it though. Is it Big Luther, Little Luther? Big Luther, Little Luther. It's Big Luther. I thought it was Schmedium. No, it's, like, it's like a mission. Well, it's Schmedium Luther. It's Schmedium Luther. Yeah, yeah it's Schmedium Luther. But shout out to all the black it. people that shout out to all the the, uh, the black people that work at Google because I'm sure white people know about this. Good, good look at that. They, they was like Luther who? <laughs> Luther Van. <laughs> right. You sure like, y'all know what y'all talking about? <laughs> little Luther, little Luther. Like, right. Okay. Are you having a seizure? Calm down. <laughs> hey Luther, little Luther. Well, shout out. Now the white yeah. people may know about Luther because. He sings one shining moment at mm. March Madness. Like that's Luther singing that song every year. So the white people might know about Luther. They they know the song. They don't know the artist. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that just crushed that for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the white listeners that we have, just go go Google Luther Vandross. He he, the one and only. There will never be another one. That brother was smooth. I tell you what. Right. Okay. If she right. didn't sound like Esther, what was the lady name? Um, <laughs> <laughs> El Death the Floyd. <laughs> that <laughs> was smooth. Okay. <laughs> I'm just an old lady at this point, guys. This what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have embraced it. All right. <laughs> so we are approaching episode five. And I, like last week, I told you, everybody kept talking about episode five is like, the, the big episode and it's going to make you cry and do all these things. And I was like, uh, wait, what? It was, it was good, but I was like, I, it wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't Battle of the Bastards, but I, that's what I thought it was going to have. This wasn't hold the door. Okay. This was not hold the door. I'm right. like, why was I supposed to cry? What about it was supposed to make me cry? I think I, the part where he was becoming the black mm-hmm. Captain America. And I mean, I felt a little, I was like, oh, that's so, you know, 
and his little nephews and they were just so excited and watching him. I was like, oh, I, I was like, I think this is supposed to be the emotional part. And, and you know, it was touching, but I just wasn't like, this ain't hold the door. So. <laughs> this is not hard home like this is a hard home i'm not like in a puddle on the floor like i mean it was but it was good. i say it was a good episode but yeah i didn't i didn't feel that way either right no it was, it was good it was good um so we open up with uh we see john walker it's right after he had killed the, the man the young man the flag smasher he's basically running trying to hide and sam and bucky roll up on him like you gonna give us this shield today because you crazy, crazy, you real life crazy people. <laughs> Bucket already put them up on game already. You know? <laughs> they were like, you gonna give us this shield. And he was like, no, I'm not gonna give you the shield. I have super <laughs> soldier serum and y'all killed my best back friend. I'm not giving it to you. I am definitely kept saying, I am Captain America. And I'm like, 2.0, no, you're not. Like you, <laughs> give it to us. Give it to us. Right. Take, give us that, uh, get that mask. The mask will fit your face like that. Go ahead and give us all these pieces. So he basically fights them and they um, they take the shield back from him uh, in this warehouse. But it actually was a pretty good fight scene because he did put up, he put up a good fight, you know, against both of them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he, you know, of course, we uh, saw before he had messed up. Was this the episode? I, I'm getting confused that he met, that he ripped off Sam's wings. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Right before he tried to kill him while saying, I am Captain America. Nut too. Right. And I was like, listen, we done already lost Red Wing. Now you're trying to kill the Falcon. It was too much. It was too much for <laughs> Too much. Right. Um, so we uh we see that, you know, he they basically take, they have to basically rip, literally rip it out of they almost ripped his arm off. So they got the the shield away from him. Um then he's brought up basically on court martial. So they uh he goes in front of the the kind of like military tribunal. He is given a other than honorable discharge. He loses all of his military benefits um, as a veteran and he loses his rank in the military. Um, so basically he stripped up everything except for um, they didn't put him in jail. So that, that was really the only thing that he didn't you know, get put in a military prison, which I feel like he should have probably gotten put in military prison because he did murder somebody that did not right. kill their best back friend, Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, just like his daddy then. Like uh in that scene, I um I was like, damn, now he really does like Kurt Russell right there. But, yeah, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, why is she can she stand by this man? I don't know if I could stand by him. I mean, you would stand by your husband if he told his side of the story to you the way he saw it. Then yeah. you would be like, oh, okay, I get it, baby. You were like, now okay, you- I'm gonna go down to that juicy crab with you because you, you did stick <laughs> up for Lamar. I'm gonna go eat, I'm gonna go right. inside. Lamar, you 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 would be like, I know your your emotions got the better of you, but I understand, baby. Lamar was you your just boy. supporting black people. You just right, supporting black right. people. I love you know. <laughs> but wasn't it televised though? well yeah but i'm just saying you would be like you know i know your emotions got the best of you and that was wrong but it was your boy lamar like you thought he he killed your boy lamar so i mean i that's get the it story he's telling that's the story yeah that's the story he's about. telling yeah yeah no actually i mean y'all have said i mean y'all didn't say this like three times already in reality isn't joe walker exactly exactly who captain america is or at least who america he's like the epitome of captain america minds like Steve Rogers, like the fictional depiction of like what America lies and tells history about. But Joe Walker is who America is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. America yes. said we're Steve, that we're Steve Rogers when actually mm-hmm. is John Walker. 
That's what all the memes are about. The memes that say this is who America thinks it is, Steve Walker. But I mean, what is his name? You know, y'all know I don't watch this. Steve Rogers, whatever. Um, (laughs) But John Walker is who America actually is. Yeah. Yeah. And I really think America is actually Homeland, but that's just me. Even worse than John Walker. So, yeah. All right, Kim. You know I'm gonna be like that Homelander. Sure right. <laughs> Please just watch one episode of The Boys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, and but then what John, um, what John did tell him, he was like, you know, you all built me. You, I was just in his mind. He was like, I'm doing what you built me to do. I'm Captain America. And they were like, but you're not. And give us back that shield because we know you got it hidden over there somewhere in your house. And we all know that he doesn't have a shield because they literally almost ripped it out of his hand. So um, he, after their court martial, he walk or the non non court martial, he walks out, and his wife is sitting there. And the only thing I thought was, it's kind of she serves the most one of the most pointless purposes in this show. Like we've seen you twice, you said maybe three words. Like I really hope you're getting a good check because you're not really funding <laughs> your career with this with this role, babe. Keep getting so them she, checks. <laughs> yeah, get get them checks, boo. Um. So. Uh, we, she's there kind of sitting down in the hallway talking to each other. She's trying to condole, con- give him condolences because after they've just gone through this trial and enters, I was excited because I am a huge fan of Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, and we know her from Seinfeld and Veep and old mm-hmm. uh, the old Christine. Um, uh, I just think she's just a really, really funny, funny lady. And she enters in as the, the Countess Valentina. Um, so I did a little bit of research on the Countess Valentina. They're also she's also called Miss Hydra. And as Marcus, do you know a lot about this lady, this this character? The only thing I know about it is that she's supposed to have some role in the um, Black Widow movie that comes out later this summer. So oh. okay, so they use this to int- to intro her. So she is a very wealthy uh, Russian uh, Russian woman. Her parents were both spies for an organization called the Leviathan. Um, they were killed. Um, and before they were killed, she was just like a socialite that was just a rich girl running around the world, partying and having fun. When her parents got murdered, she basically had a vendetta. And so she joined Leviathan um, and then actually became a triple spy. So she also worked for Leviathan. She worked for Hydra and she worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. So um, it, uh, when I did a little bit of reading, like her and um and uh, Steve were actually at S.H.I.E.L.D. around the same time, kind of like learning the ropes of how to be these uh, uh, spies and, and these kind of quote, quote unquote superheroes together. And she ended up, she basically is double crossing um, S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra really working for this organization called Leviathan. But she's very, very wealthy. And think of her, she's just a triple spy. And uh, she and um, Nick Fury kind of had like a little love story kind of going on. Oh. So um, I hope I hope and pray like I love Nick Fury in all the movies because he's like, you know, like anytime, anytime Samuel L. Jackson is on screen, you're going to have a fun time. Um, so I thought I think that I've never seen them together, but I feel like Julia Louis-Dreyfus and uh, Samuel L. Jackson would really do great on screen together. I think they would just they would play off each other well. In the Aren't comic y'all proud books. of me? Oh. No, I was going to say, in the comic books, she had an affair with which Nick Fury? Because there's a white Nick Fury and a black Nick Fury. They were saying the black, from what I read, it was a black Nick Fury. Okay, gotcha. Our, our I was, Nick Fury. I was going to say, aren't y'all proud of me? I knew who Nick Fury was. <laughs> <laughs> Very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> they alluded to Nick Fury in this and in WandaVision. So I don't know when mm-hmm. he's going to show up, but this is 
they keep alluding to him. So I hope he shows up. I mean, I'm very happy. Um, but it does make sense now if she's going to be in the new, uh, the next movie that the Black Widow movie, it does make sure that makes sense that they're now um, introing. So she basically uh, sits down, gives John, um, gives uh, John Walker her card. And it's like, you know, the best thing you can do is call, you know, answer the phone when I call you. So basically, I want you to, you know, work for me. You don't even, you don't know who this woman is from Joe. She got these cute boots on. She walking in, talking all sassy, but he was like, okay, I'll take your card. And um, she was just, she was just being her best. Uh, I, she was so much like Veep, the Veep character uh, that I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, so we, we got to figure out who is she? Is she the power broker that we maybe have been thinking Sharon was? Like, I don't know, who knows? But one thing I thought was interesting is that she knew that John did not have the shield. And I was like, how do you know that? And why do you know that? Because she was like, you know, they don't they don't know. I know you don't have the shield. And guess what? It's not owned by the government. Like it's the, our little secret. Anybody, you know, whoever has it, has it. So I was like, hmm, are you working with Sharon? Are you you and Sharon triple double agents? Who knows? Triple double agents. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a little loophole. I mean, uh huh. how do you know? Really own the shield? Like who really owns mm-hmm. it? I would. I feel like whoever has a shield owns a shield, or Wakanda owns a shield. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. Wakanda owns. The you stole. Shield. The, you stole the metal from Wakanda. So. And this comes from a person who knows nothing about this goddamn universe. <laughs> so, I'm just. It's, it's Wakanda. Wakanda owns the shit. It says "Made in Wakanda" on the back. Okay. We we root for we vote for everybody black. So that's okay, what we right. We right. let y'all know. Uh, then we see a little bit of this uh, the flag smashers, and honestly, I forgot about Carly Neum. To be totally honest with you, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about y'all and these beautiful, gorgeous, you know, uh, crew that you hang around. So they go back to uh, the refugee camp um, that 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 was kind of uh, they had them kind of um, put up, and we see that the GRC has kind of shut them down. So uh, Carly's like, "Oh no, now she's upset, and she's kind of what is all this for? Now we're really ready to fight." I'm like, "Everybody getting put out and shut down because of your ass, like." Bitch, you would have been talking to nominate in the front of her head. It was bizarre. <laughs> I said, Did you start a twist out? You didn't finish your brain out. Right. <laughs> you ran out of time. I'm nervous two plats or whatever. What's right, right. Yeah, I'm just like, do understand you are the one that's putting all this negativity. I know you want to do well, but all of the buck stops at you with all the people that you love being hurt or killed. They really stops with you. Um, so we see that they're kind of now Carly's really, you know, she fired up. Her friend is dead, you know, her now the refugees know she has actually now she feels a little bit guilty, but angry. But I'm just like, it just reminds me of how the the serum affects people differently. And again, if you're not the best, best person, it's going to affect you maybe in the worst way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next we see and I just was like, oh, oh my God, I hope Marcus is paying attention to this because I kept trying to tell you they was not going to keep Zemo like they have (laughs) usually going to give them over. So thank God we see Bucky and Zemo, um, you know, they were kind of standing talking to each other. Bucky basically act like he was going to shoot Zemo and then he drops the bullets on the ground. And, you know, I was like, well, I guess he's not going to shoot him in the face. It's going to get pretty gruesome. And then as he drops the bullets, we see enter in the the Zoom chat um, is uh, Io and the Dora. So they are, Bucky is now turning Zemo over to 
you know, the rightful people to the Wakandans for him to serve time for killing their king. So they say they're going to put him in the RAF prison. Um, so it's kind of a prison in, in Wakanda that's very isolated. So, um, you know, Bucky has has used Zemo for what he needed to use him for. And now he's fulfilled his promise to um, to the Dora, uh, the Dora Milaje and to Wakanda and turned him over. So but it, even before he did that, Zemo still said, you know, you have to understand Sam doesn't Sam doesn't get it and you don't get it. But you need to understand that you have to stop Carly and the Flag Smash. No matter what you do, you guys have to stop them. And then he also told him, you know, I marked out my name in your book. So you don't owe me anything like we're done. We good. Done. And I was like, why would you put. But why would Zemo be in the book? He didn't he brainwash you. I was confused. Why was Zemo's name being in in his book? I didn't get that. I, I don't think it was, it, I think it was like the book was also like people that he needed to forgive or help, but it was also people like he wanted to seek revenge on because the, like when we first saw him, one of the people that he like, he, cause he set up the uh, senator. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it, yeah, it was that type of thing. Okay. I forgot. So, you know, Zemo said, I, you know, I, I marked it out. So you're like, bye Zemo. Good luck. You know, don't drop this soap. Uh, like some other people in in your floating prison, dumbass. Um, I was confused by this scene because Zemo is such a good villain, and I feel like they kind of like throwing him away. Zemo's coming. We just yeah. got one episode left. I feel like I, 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 I mean, for like future movies, he could have been a good villain. Well, they didn't kill him. He's just going to the Wakandan prison. I'm, right. I'm sure like somebody's going to break him out or something. Sure. Yeah. Who knows? But he is a very good villain. I, I've, I've enjoyed watching him on screen, to be totally honest with you. And that man, you know, you seem like on Twitter, like this per- these people always know the assignment. Like they're like different actors. Like this actor <laughs> always knows the assignment. He's supposed to be a Nazi, a Nazi. Like he, he always <laughs> knows it. He's really good. Um, and before uh, Ayo goes, Bucky was like, I need one more favor from you. So we now know that the Wakandans are going to help, uh, you know, fulfill whatever this favor is that Bucky has. Um, but I like what you said, you know, you stay out of Wakanda for a little while. You just you need to lay low. Thank you. And <laughs> we don't need to see you for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> don't come around here. I felt, I was like, so is Marcus visiting Wakanda and then Marcus going to run into Zemo? Like, I was confused. Like, yeah, just stay away. <laughs> Marcus going to fuck you up, Zemo. Just don't go into Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Um, just let, let everybody cool off there. And then you can, the white wolf can, you know, prounce your way back in a little bit later on. We invite you. Um, so then the next scene we see, and this was a kind of a hard scene to watch. And it was, a, but it was a good scene. Uh, Sam um, basically goes over to Isaiah's house. Remember I kept saying, I'm like, I want Isaiah back. Like I, I need some more Isaiah in my life. Um, I really want to, I really want to see a movie or a show or something about his life and his story. I think that would be so, so timely. Um, but he takes the shield over to his house. Um, and we know that, you know, uh, Isaiah from uh, former episodes that he was the first kind of Captain America, the black Captain America who was set up by the uh, by the government and then tortured for 30 years um, after he took the super serum, the super soldier serum. So um, he goes and talks to him and he basically like he's going to give him the shield. And Isaiah's like, don't give me that shield. I don't want that shit. He was like, <laughs> why you, listen, why you bring us around here? Are you trying to blow up my spot? Like, it's just me and my grandson trying to live our life, trying to water my plants. You come up with this bullshit. Mm. Um, so uh, we find out that Isaiah's wife, while he was locked up for 30 years, his wife basically passed away. So the government told her that he had died basically in battle. So she, she, you, 
now you know like how deep this cut really is. Um, so as when they were putting him in jail for 30 years and torturing him, trying to experiment on him, his wife, his family thought he was dead. Then his wife actually passes away before he can make it home. So you're just like, oh, man, that was it was just really, really it was it was a sad scene because, you know, he saw it like he opened up this little box with old black and white photos of, of his wife. And you, he was just like, I really, really loved her. Um, but while I was being tortured, this is what they were doing instead. Um and what was interesting is they said the, the, the black soldiers that had gotten the shot or had gotten the serum, they told them it was a tetanus shot. So that kind of, you know, takes you back to the Tuskegee experiments. Mm-hmm. And they told them one thing and they were really giving uh, black men syphilis. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn. I um, mean, Disney wasn't playing around. <laughs> no, but they did their research. Yeah. The source material for this is red, white and black. Mm-hmm. And that is Isaiah's story. And apparently, because mm-hmm. I haven't read Red, White, and Black, but apparently the story Isaiah was telling was pretty close to what actually happened in the source material. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay, that's cool. I, 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 Guys, Disney, if you're listening, please, please give us Isaiah um, story. Um, cause we want, we want the red, white, and black. Cause that, that is what we need right now in this world. Um, so he was saying, he was like, Sam is like, well, I mean, you, now we can go public, you know, tell him, you know, why, why do you just hate it so much? You can be Captain America still. And he was like, dude, let me, you still don't get it to your, your thick skull. Cause you still think these white people are good people. And that's what you, and, and the, the government and military good people. Let me, let me let you know. Let me just put another layer on it for you. Listen, Obama. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen! While you try, down here trying to fish in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so Isaiah lets him know. You know, they basically put him away. Uh, they basically erased him. So what happened was uh, the soldiers. Um, a lot of them had started to die off because, of course, their bodies rejected the serum. He said. Then uh, other soldiers during this time were taken as POWs, and the government, the military, were like, no, you just need to leave them. Don't worry about it. We're not going to get them. He was like that i'm going to get my friends i'm going to save them he goes and rescues them um and then is basically that is when they decide to put him in jail for 30 years because they told him not to do something so he went against the military so then that's why they kind of gave them the reason to you know they can oh we're going to give you a 30-year court martial or what have you put you in jail then uh you know basically torture you for 30 years and then test your blood because he, he was one of the only people out of that whole test group by these hundreds of men that actually survived um having the serum put in their system so um so we see like uh that you know they can do whatever they want and that they really have tortured and fucked up this whole man's life um sam i'm uh I'm sorry i have a question for marcus Mm -hmm. um somebody in a group that i'm in um a a comic group or whatever they compared how they treated isaiah to somebody else in the marvel marvel world who had done something similar they broke some people out of jail but they awarded him with like wasn't it cap was it Cap? He broke out. He did something that was, I guess, technically illegal. He shouldn't have done, but they didn't throw him in jail for it. They got like gave him medals of honor and shit. I thought it was Captain America they did that to. Okay. I, I wasn't sure. You know, I don't know this type of stuff. Because <laughs> I, I, cause you, you know how they sent Zemo to the raft? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess at the end of Civil War, one of the one of the movies, because um, Anthony, Anthony, uh, the Falcon, Captain America, and Black Widow, they all got captured and they were kept on the raft. And I mm-hmm. think Tony broke them out of the raft. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that might be that might be what it's referring to. I'm not sure. 
don't know. I'm trying to find it, but continue. Okay. I'll find okay. it. I'll bring it back. Um, so Sam, you know, is hearing this story. You can kind of see he's, you know, you're really being affected by it. And he says, well, let's, I want to tell the world what happened to you, you know, what the military did to you. And Isaiah's like, dude, no, because this is how I'm staying alive. Basically he is living off, you know, kind of living off the grid or li- living under another alias. He was like, now they're going to come and kill me because hey, they know what I know. They know I'm a super, you know, still a super soldier and they're going to come and basically kill me. And I've already been through enough. And he said, you know, they already erased me once. He said they um, they erased me once and they've been erasing us for five more than 500 years, meaning, you know, how they do black people, period, and erase our history and look over things that they've done to us. So I was like, Sam, dude, come on now. Just get it together. Get on get on the bandwagon of, of the Negro, please. <laughs> um, and he was like, and then uh, he says, you know, they'll never let a black man be Captain America and no self-respecting black man would ever want to be. Ooh. And um, yeah, I, I was just like, yeah, I kind of feel you on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you are a self-respecting black person, would you want to be be seen as Captain America? You know, like as that entity, when America has done nothing but but hurt you, a bring your people, your ancestors over here illegally against their will, enslave them. Then after slavery was abolished, they made the prison system. After the you know, I'm like, I think it's the same know. argument that um, you remember when Furious Styles from Boys in the Hood had that talk with him in Compton oh, and Compton, <laughs> and uh, you know, well. Well, he didn't have this exact conversation in, but he had said that you shouldn't go into the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. the, I think it's the same conversation because Sam's name is Sam and his nephews are running around there when he was training and saying, Uncle Sam. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, Uncle Sam. Um, but it's the same thing. It's kind of like, as a black man, you know, they're kind of like, why would you go in the military, in the U.S. military, how they treat us, how how they treated your ancestors, and then you go out and you risk your life and you you risk limb and life, um, and then you come back and they still mistreat you like they mistreated every returning. Well, they mistreat veterans of all colors and persuasions in America first and yes. foremost. But yes. you know when black veterans would return from World War II or the Korean War or whatever, and they would come here. And literally, you know, go to the back of the theater, go to the back of the diner or, or be lynched in several cases. And it's kind of like, why are you out here risking your life for this, for the symbolism of the, of America and the flag? Yeah. Or, whatever. or like, well, you can't even get a loan. Oh, Sam, well, yeah, can not even get a loan. <laughs> yeah. See, this is where Killmonger, this is where I fall with Killmonger, right? This, <laughs> this is the conflict that I have, right? As Black Americans, I don't know another country but America. When I go to another country to travel, they still see me as American. They don't see me as African. And then I have my own thoughts about um, Africa because all of us weren't stolen from Africa. Like, they done made some concessions. Mm -hmm. They did some things over there. Also, like they're also not free of blame. So if this is my country, it's the only country that I know. It is what mm-hmm. I am seen as globally. I'm not seen as something else. Mm-hmm. Then, well, I mean, why not? What I mean, mean, I know why, why not? Not, but. You mean why not join the military? I, I'm not I following. Mean, but why, to, to what's his name's point, Isaiah was like, 
what self-respecting black man would, uh-huh. but also why wouldn't I, or I should be able to, I uh-huh. still should be able to, this is still my country as mm-hmm. fucked mm-hmm. up as it is. It's, it still is. Yeah. I mean, I consider us as not having largely as not having a country <laughs> like we just you know. displaced people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, Yes, there's a long history of how we got over here. I mean, there was a long period of time where, yes, uh, specifically tribes in the Benin um, area of Africa, whatever, would sell people, uh, would sell us. And there was a whole thing about don't sit by the door, yada, yada, yada. But um, the idea of white supremacy was Mm -hmm. not an idea. (laughs) Like that was that was like saying to the Native Americans, well, y'all should have known. And it's like a, like slavery is is something that in some state has always existed in human history, whether it's prisoners of war mm-hmm. or, um, you know, indentured servants or whatever. But the way it was created with, with white supremacy had never existed before. So when, you know, there were African tribes selling their enemies or whatever, whatever, or the homeless people, if you would, <laughs> the, the, the degenerates of their area, they just didn't care about it, didn't want. This idea of white supremacy wasn't something that was apparent, you know what I'm saying, to them at that time. So it's kind of like, I mean, they made amends and apologies later on, yes, and was like, come on back, we're sorry, we fucked up, and we didn't know, and, and then here, <laughs> and then here, it's kind of like, like, we just really don't have a, a country in many ways, per se. It's just kind of like we're just this. I mean, well, it's, it's what Kim is saying. This is yeah. our country. You know, I'm like, it, it is and it, it, it is. Ain't. And it isn't. It <laughs> right. is and it ain't. It right. is and it ain't. Uh, 100%. And I, and I, I fall on, and I like that he mentioned the red tails. And I'm like, we know the movies and the stories about this amazing um, Air Force unit that saved so many people's lives and did all these great things and to come home and just be treated, you know, like a nigga, like at, at the end of the day. Um, but I also have to say, a lot, like I said, I'm a, mili- a child of military uh, parent. A majority of the, the men in my family on both sides, because they could go into the military and be able to get you know go to college send their kids to college get they were able to get VA loans they were so the the military has hurt my family and helped my family I am a person that has that has benefited from my relatives and my dad being in the military mm-hmm. even my dad being a person that was not honorably discharged other he was other than I was still able to you know to have benefits from that so yeah I, I don't know I'm like I'm like him like it was I never I never it never hit me until I went to Africa and the the Africans once they realized I spoke English I wasn't African from anywhere in Africa I was American that's when they were like oh it, and I thought after I was like so scared when I first went so I thought that my, you know here in America like my family's like they're gonna be mean to you they're gonna hate you and it was such an opposite experience I had such a great experience in South Africa I had such a great experience in Kenya um and but it was right when they when I opened my mouth and they thought I was American it was very it was very different like because I was black then I wasn't I wasn't African I was just I was black to other black people. And I'm like, but I'm black like you are. But no, I'm not. So it's that up and down. Then then when Donald Trump got his office, the everybody, everybody wanted to beat me up, even though I did not vote. Everywhere you went. Like it was like it was super hostile. And I was like, it's just me. And we didn't vote for him. Thank you. Can you take us to our to our next tour? Thank you. They were mad. Um, when I just then I was looked at 
then I was I was in Johannes. I was in I'm sorry, Cape Town. Then I was looked at as just an American because oh. now the big bad was Donald Trump and America. Mm-hmm. Where my first trip to, or my first and second trip to Africa, it was like, oh, you're an American. Tell me about and this. Obama you heard and about Jay Z and yeah. Obama, and they they want to know like culturally, like you're you're a black you're a black person. Tell us about the culture and, and Beyonce and all these things. Where then I was like, damn, y'all really hate me. I'm just I ain't over that dog. Right. Right. I'm like, damn, I'm really American now. The the first Uber ride we took in Toronto, like two minutes into the ride, dude was like, Why y'all voted for Donald Trump? I was like, I ain't we didn't do it. We didn't. There's a thing called the electoral. But worldwide, people are an American. Yes. Yes. I was like, I was trying to explain to him the electoral college, and he was just like, "Mm, mm, mm, I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. That don't make sense. I'm like, you're just another American. Dude, when I tell that man turned around, and we we paid for this tour, that man turned around so damn quick, he heard us speak English. He was like, and Donald Trump, and you all, like, no, no, whoa, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. It's not us. We didn't do it. We're not his friends. We are people to devote for him. So yeah, it was it was just as jarring for the first time being seen as just an American and being demonized for being American. That was right. different. Um, uh, a different and, experience. And when we can really travel again and go out the country to places after COVID, they really gonna be like, "You dumb American!" And you'll be like, "Me? I wear my mask. I sanitize. I'm keeping my six feet." And that's, <laughs> it's still American. Oh, we're going to get it. We're, gonna, we're definitely going to we're going to be treated like some straight up assholes. Um, yeah. Get ready. Uh, even though my passport's ready to go. So <laughs> I'll just get my emotions in check and get, hit the road, Jack. <laughs> so, Marcus, you most recently left the country. Did you experience any of that? No. <laughs> okay. Nope. Well, he, still, he was on, on the honeymoon. But uh, you never know what you experienced. In a, in they was too busy honeymooning. They was too busy honeymooning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I was, I went to a place where, like, you know, like, tourism is, like, the biggest part of the economy. I imagine, like, if you go to some place where they don't give a fuck about tourists, you might, I mean, you might get some of that energy y'all mentioned. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Wow. Well, we'll see, guys. We'll report back to you once we get, uh, get it, be able to get our passports and hit the road, mm-hmm. Jack. Um, so then the next scene we see Sam, you know, basically is like, he leaves, uh, he leaves with the shield from Isaiah's house and he, you know, basically is like, okay, it's time for me to go on back to the house. Like he calls his sister. He was like, I'm coming home. So he goes back to Louisiana with his family and, um, Sarah tells him, you know, the person that was supposed to buy our boat, the deal kind of fell through. So, you know, we gonna have to just figure it out. So I'm not selling it right now. We just have to figure out what we're going to do. So he goes back and they start fixing the boat in the community that his mom and dad have really poured into, um, starts to come up and they started to help out with the boat. And it was just nice to see like people come together. And I feel like a lot of times we're so proud. We won't ask for help. So it made me happy to see the community, um, even the old people coming out and help them. Let me ask you something. Was yeah. it just me? Or did it seem like um, Bucky was trying to flirt with Sarah? He was. A little bit. Oh, no, he was like, flirting. I was like, oh, you, oh okay. <laughs> he was in Wakanda all that time, you know. No. Okay, you was in Wakanda. Okay, she, you know, she reminds you of maybe a little bit of Wakanda's got a little bucket. He be wearing them tight leather jackets looking good. So, just saying. Just saying. He ain't no plastic. I stand for Sarah and Bucky. I mean, like, she ain't seen mad. She ain't seen mad at it at all. No. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. Not even on the agenda. Huh? 
No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh, so the community comes out and helps. And then like, they're like, how are we going to get this big thing off? And then you see this huge pallet of stuff move. And I'm like, what the hell? And then we see Bucket all showed up with his little tight t-shirts on, his little cute leather jacket. And so he's there to help out as well. Um, and he has a gift. The Wakandans have given him what he asked for. And so he has a case that he gives to Sam. But yes, uh, 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 he was like, "Hi, my name is Bucky," and she was like, "I'm Sarah. I'm Sarah uh, from the Bible, and I'm and I'm a cancer." They was cheesing. <laughs> I was like, "Girl, listen, I'm, listen, do what you gotta do, girl." Um, so that was kind of cute, but you can see, you can see Sam like, uh, "That's my sister." And I'm a know. Like, get, her, get, get away from that car. Get away from my sister. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Um, so they kind of talk and he, you know, he gives them the case, but he, they don't open the case. So I'm like, okay, we want to see what's inside. We know it's something great for the Falcon. Um, so Sam, uh, you know, he tells Bucky, you know, as they're trying to, they're fixing up the boat, you know, Carly, um, you know, we still, you, uh, Zemo said that you still, you know, have to stop trying to get to Carly. Cause Sam is like, I can really change. He, th- he really feels like he can change Carly from the person she is to the person that he thinks that she really is. Um, but he was like, no, nah, Zemo told me to keep, we got to kill that bitch and her buddy. So I don't know what's going to happen. So I don't know. Um, I okay, think Carly kind of lost. What you, were you going to say some Marcus? No, I was going to say like that, like that, what Mel just said is like the epitome. When you compare him to Obama, like that's literally some Obama shit. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I've been comparing him to Obama the whole time. <laughs> The whole time. Yeah, like, but personally, I think, I mean, I understand Carly's, you know, position, but I kind of think she she lost too. I think she lost one right now. I think she lost, but I think there was a place for diplomacy and you Uh can still be diplomatic, which is what Sam was trying to do, but then you had America go fuck it up again. It's like, Mm -hmm. which she was coming off the ledge. And I, then, I feel like Sam, I feel like Sam could have talked her down. I think that he could have changed if he really had a chance to. Really, I feel like if Sarah from the Bayou went with Sam and talked to her, they would they would have talked her down. They would have changed things up because she would have really seen that. Okay, your plight is this, but you know us as Black Americans have very similar plight. So I feel like they could have really connected to her in that way. But she was kind of softening up. So had it not been for, for Smush Face and Best Actor and Lamar, I think that he could have turned around. Even though mm-hmm. Zemo's like, and and, I, and you know, Zemo, no matter what, still has, you know, he sees her for who she is and he doesn't trust super soldiers anyway, right? So he's never going to be like, yeah, you can turn around and help her out. No, Mm-mm. that's why his ass on that raft right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the next thing we see, John goes and talks to um, Lamar's mom and dad and his sister. And, you know, basically he's still keeping up this lie that he's telling everybody, like, you know, I killed the person that killed your son, you know, which we know is not true. So his the so Lamar's mom and dad, you know, are like, thank you, you know, for doing what you did. You know, but we but Lamar always knew the risk being a soldier. But he's like, no, 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 no. You know, I made sure I took care of the person that that did this to him. And the, his parents like he just you know, every day talked about how proud he was of you and how proud of he was that he could serve with you and be at your side as Captain America. And like you were the best Captain America. And I'm like, that best black friend Lamar really believed in this dude. Like, I, I don't even <laughs> get it. 
with those bedroom eyes. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering if they were more the best friends at this point. Me, it's just like, like this is you doing the most now. I mean, what come on, on. Why? I'm like, he said, did, did he keep that mask on? That was get that was having a good time with something. I'm confused. Whoa, just just because he supports his friend and believe his friend. I knew Marcus was gonna say that. <laughs> I was like, last week y'all was like, y'all me can't hug or nothing, and now y'all like, mm, they must have been fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch that Sam. Uh, I'd watch the John and Best Back Real Lamar love story. I, I tuned in. I don't know. You know, it'll be great. It will be great. <laughs> um. So you know, he you know he leaves out uh, from talking to uh, uh, Lamar's mom and dad, and you can see this really is truly affecting this man he, who is already is quite gone already. They cut to a really, and I, again, I forgot about Sharon like I did the Spike Smasher. So we cut to this pointless scene of Sharon and um, she's talking on the phone to somebody. I don't know who this person is. And she's like, I'll pay double, you know, like I promise you, you know, I'll pay double. Um, I tried to, I, I listened to one podcast that just, that said who the person was from the first episode, but I, I didn't go back to the episode and, and find out. I don't, the way they had to recut. So what I did find out is listening to um, a couple of the podcasts this week and really the there's another there's a, a Captain America. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a Falcon podcast. And then there's still watching. And they said the original story that was written in the original script and what was originally shot was they were fighting the virus. But when COVID-19 happened, they had to change the entire thing up and make the flag smashers the bad guy, not the virus, because it was too close to COVID-19. So oh. they basically had to go back and recut and re-edit the movie and change that storyline. So I'm like, that's why I'm like, a lot of this stuff is just like not making sense. Why are we kind of just the editing isn't making sense we you know last episode we were on Lamar for too long when he had that water drip and I was like what's going on but that <laughs> makes sense you know once they started explaining I'm like and it and I'm a person that now when I watch tv and it's some it's like a storyline about COVID-19 I turn that shit off I'm like we live in this shit I don't need to watch it on tv too can I can I see some wizards can I see some some magic people doing running in the earth or something I don't know it was too much but you so, watched both utopias <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I didn't watch Utopias. <laughs> I didn't watch Utopias, but yes, I did. Yeah, no. but it wasn't about COVID nineteen. But Utopias were not about COVID nineteen. I will say that it wasn't about COVID nineteen. I can't watch COVID nineteen like today's stuff. That's okay. why I can't watch. Um, so we see Sharon. You know, then then the scene cuts, and I'm just like, okay, they literally only shot this girl in this crazy museum. It's one shot of that like that painting. I'm just like, guys please get some more clips or something else. I will work on the show. Like we need to get, some, we got to shoot some more shots because it's getting a little bit too much. So then they cut from Sharon. Um, and then uh, Sam, we see it back in the bayou. He starts practicing with Captain America's shield. So he's, you know, hitting it on the trees and catching it and kind of doing everything. And like Marcus said earlier, like his little nephews are super excited. And, uh, and then Mimi said, you know, go Uncle Sam, which I completely <laughs> <missed>. <laughs> I was, like, no, I, was, I was laughing at this shit when he was practicing because I was like I, sh- I hope none of your nephews in this house because they might run downstairs real quick and just you decapitate one of the little boys <laughs> you missed that shield <laughs> you're like oh Johnny oh <laughs> A little Johnny got, got decapitated little Johnny got decapitated <laughs> that's a whole different story <laughs> oh lord 
Uh, so Bucky is, you know, uh, there with Sam. And we all, we all know that Bucky always thought Sam should have taken the shield and kept the shield and become that next Captain America because that's really what Steve wanted. And we see, you know, Sam tells Bucky, like, dude, you need to get your own life together. Why are you trying to help me with me and Sarah from the Bayou life? Like, let's, <laughs> let's help you. He was like, you know, you always having these nightmares. You're carrying around so much. You know, why don't you go and the people in your book, instead of trying to be an event, avenge them, why don't you try to serve them? You know, see what they need. And then that's how you can make amends, which was very, which was really brilliant. I thought it was very well said. So um, Bucky was like, okay, buddy, you know, keep practicing and open that box and I'll go back. Bye. But he's going to kiss Sarah, I think, first before we see it. I think he's going to kiss Sarah first. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, so they're kind of talking. Sam is, you know, really getting good at throwing that shield. Um, I don't know. Um, and uh, Sarah tells him, you know, why are you letting Isaiah get into your head? He was like, you need to be who the, the man you were always meant to be. You, his experiences aren't your experience. You need to you, you need to take this um, if this is what you really want. Which, again, I'm like, you know, Black women, we just be trying to help people out. We be trying to support our brothers. You know what I'm saying? Even in, so even in, we be so <laughs> That's how I told you, take me to the king. Well, no, we're tired. Oh, we'd be so tired. tired. And, she, and she was like, you keep fucking up my boat, but please go be somebody. Go uh, go annoy somebody else. Please leave me in my boat alone. <laughs> so, um, you know, so we know that Sarah does support uh, Sarah, his family, his closest persons to him does support him into becoming the new Captain America, the new black Captain America. Then shout out to Woodruff Park, downtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, Carly, and, <laughs> Carly and the beautiful uh, Flag Smashers uh, meet up with this guy uh, who clearly has a vendetta against Falcon. They're like, we want to murder him. Just help us murder Falcon. She was like, I give you that dude. We don't care about him. And he basically gives her um, like a device. It looks like a bomb, like maybe a dirty bomb or something. And what she wants to do, the GRC is going to have a vote and she wants to do a disruption or something uh, powerful during this GRC vote. Um, so we see uh, they're actually in their in their um, uh, voting body. The lights go out and uh, we don't see what happens, but we know Carly is involved in it and the flag smash involved in it. So now the but DRC that, guy, that mm-hmm. guy is who Sharon was talking to. OK, that's what I was wondering. OK, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. The guy who deli- who delivered whatever to Carly uh-huh. was yeah. who Sharon was talking to, which is why, like, is Sharon on Team Falcon in the Winter Fa- Falcon or she what team is she on because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, she's 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 double triple aging again. yes yeah but if she is the power broker then she's on her own team right we'll see we'll, we'll see guys well this is um, when I I was like Carly is just she 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 lost y'all she gone because she was up there just smirking about <laughs> bombing all these people i'm like well i think she's fully she's fully gone over to the other side now y'all she's doing she's doing the dark side of the force guys she's right she was just like "Mm, we will bomb all these motherfuckers i was like wait wait like she just need, like a white cat to, sh- to stroke. She's right. like, I'm not, not for evil. <laughs> like, we're gonna kill I was it. like, oh, hold up, Maya Jr. You're going a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my twist out is done. And I've waited 24 hours and we're about to kill a lot of evil. Right. And I was like, I was like, beautiful, gorgeous, most beautiful man on, on earth uh, with his gorgeous. He had his hair down and everything was like flowing in the, in the wind. And he was like, this is not what we're about. She was like, bitch, it's what we're about today. I know. So, you know. I was like, don't 
go along with it, boo. Don't go along with it. Don't. You're a better man than this. You're too beautiful. You're too beautiful to go along with it. <laughs> so uh, we see that Sam, the last scene is Sam kind of, oh, he opens his Wakanda case and I'm like, oh, it's something hot in there. It's probably another uh, red wing. I don't know. We'll see. Um, oh, Lord, you in red wing. So, uh, <laughs> so we see that we don't we want to see what's in the in the case on uh, which I'm which I mean it's either another hot Falcon suit or it's the new the new and improved black black ass Captain America suit so who knows right who's gonna go on so that fades to black um so I kept watching every week I watch the credits just in case because we know Marvel likes to be sneaky sneaky <laughs> and uh they had a pro- post credit scene where we see crazy met crazy john walker making his own captain america shield off a regular regular everyday oh, yeah. like, <laughs> that going there paper machine or uh, um she never had some spray paint from home depot Ooh. i was like i don't think that works like that yeah some popsicle sticks and shit i'm like come on john come on john <laughs> you, you better put his metal in there he like smashes metal. like the, the government just gave you that metal like you need to oh, stop like, john you're better than this you're you're you're, you're just you're embarrassing yourself now <laughs> Just That's calm said. down. He said, hey, I'm John Walker, the new Captain America. <laughs> like, do we get it? We get it. <laughs> what that? that mean? That mean that we posted about uh, Game of Thrones? Anybody who has to continue referring to themselves as <laughs> yes, I'm Captain America, I ain't really a Captain America. <laughs> so bring it down a notch. Wouldn't it be funny, like, if uh, the front of his shield said, dedicates my best black friend to the bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when I would turn this shit off. Like, and <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> like, they're listening. They're really listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. So that's where we're left with a good post-credit scene. And uh, the question should cap can should captain america be a black man is it is would it work is it ethical are you going to have are you going to have captain america go try to save a whole bunch of people in make america great again hats you know <laughs> oh my god i'll be like I mean, lead him. Mean, when you think about it lead him sam lead him <laughs> but that, but that's but i'm like but that's the question if you are a black captain america and you and and, and a whole bunch of trump supporters are having a rally and then it's a bomb threat and you're trying to go save some people. If you are Captain America, you're going to save Americans, right? But as a black yeah. man, you want to save people who are white supremacists and white terrorists. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the question. That that's what that that is what makes it interesting to me um, with Sam being uh, being the new black uh, Captain America. Well, you know, it's so, like that same viral image that went around years ago with the uh, black uh, state troops, tra- states, what is it? Y'all know what I'm trying to say. The black state, state trooper. That that right okay. there. The black okay. state trooper. We didn't know where you was going. We did not know. You need to text us. And who, <laughs> who was um? You know they had they had to stand out there and protect uh the Klansmen as they were having their little marches and it was just kind of like it was kind of like this picture that had gone by and this was years ago but it's kind of like the same thing you know. They would mm-hmm. kill you, you know, mm-hmm. given opportunity, but. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. We have one more episode next. Uh, this Friday is our last episode of um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier season one. That's kicking off clearly a lot of movies and good things that are coming out. Uh, so um, Marvel has just dropped another trailer. Um, Marcus, did you see it? Do you know what I'm talking about? The guy, the guy from. Um, oh, shit. It'll come to me. Shang-Chi? 
Yeah, that trailer yeah. was hot. It was so hot. And if you guys have ever seen uh, um, Kim's Convenience Store, it's on Netflix. He's he is one of the main characters. He's the brother in Kim's Convenience Store. Are you are you already? I like this. It's gonna be. And funny. this is a trailer for what? Like the next show that they're doing on Disney Plus or something? Uh, I think it's gonna be the movie. It's gonna be a next movie. Another movie coming. Oh, out. yeah. So it's pretty hot. So Disney, Disney, listen. They're going full steam ahead. I'm trying to get a job over here with it while they shooting down at Woodrow Park. Uh, but they're <laughs> they're doing big things, doing big things. So this was really fun, and I'm I'm excited to see, um, you know, Ju- Julia Louis drive this. Um, hopefully, we get to see her next next episode again before she before we see her again in um in uh, Black Widow movie. So, um, do, do they have another one um coming like a? You know, this was right after WandaVision. Uh-oh. What's the next Uh-oh. one? Yeah, no, Loki drops this summer, but that's in like June. So there'll yeah. be like at least a month break oh, okay. between shows. Yeah. yeah. So everybody kind of, I think it's that summertime break period. So we'll see. And I feel like, I feel like maybe if anybody can help revitalize the movie, the movie uh, gore experience, it's going to be Marvel. Um, so maybe this summer when people are really getting vaccinated and feel more comfortable going to the movies, maybe it is a Marvel, like a big Marvel, something that drops to, you know, get people back into the movie theaters. I don't know, but you know, if anybody can do it, they can, they can do it. If anybody can do it. Um, cause we know a lot of our theaters have had to close down. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to be comfortable going, even though I got my good, my good, uh, my good Pfizer. Um, but I mean, we, we jumped straight from COVID to mass shootings. So, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there, I think there was another shooting today at a grocery store. So there was. We didn't jump, though. The mass shootings have been. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we just know there, there. Well, I'm saying there were no mass shootings during COVID because nobody was out. And then time COVID kind of <laughs> stopped and everybody came back out. Then it was like, oh, mass shootings again. So yeah. I mean, would that keep you from going to the movies? I mean, like going for movies before. I, I, it has kept some people from going uh, after, you know, after Aurora. Was it Aurora? And a couple of others, you know, people have um, mentioned being nervous. But mm-hmm. I don't know. There's since stuff has been opening up more since COVID is breaking some, I guess. I, I haven't recalled the period of time where there's been like a mass shooting almost every single day <laughs> um, consecutively like there has been now. So. Mm-hmm. Well, just during COVID, a lot of, well, before COVID, there were always mass shootings. We just didn't hear about all of them. Um, so I, I feel like now, unlike before COVID, where mass shootings were kind of in the back of my mind, but I didn't really worry about them that much. I'm just a little bit more mindful about people that I'm, that I am around or what buildings I'm in. Like I, a couple of weekends, a couple of weekends ago, I went to um, Ikea and I only go downstairs. I never go to the upstairs showroom. And there was a, 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 a gentleman walking around, but he had no basket. And I'm like, you coming down here, you coming to get some shit. So you need to have a basket. So I looked at him until I realized, oh, oh, you work here. Cause I was about to call somebody like, he ain't got no basket. He just walking around here all up and down these aisles. So what you doing, what you, what you doing here? You got some guns. Like I'm a little bit more mindful about the places I go into. If I cannot find an exit for the first time. I've always been mindful. I called the authorities on the dude when I was on the Marta train um, <laughs> because it was a crazy white dude and nothing but Trump shit and nothing but Confederate flag shit. And he had no luggage, but he was 
he was stayed on the line. Well, he stayed on the line through the, the south side. And the south side is all the black neighborhoods. He had no luggage. I'm kind of like, where the fuck are you going? And nothing but Trump shit and Confederate flag shit. And he was just real fidgety and acting real weird around the door. And he was fist bumping other crazy homeless people. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, I don't know what's up with this dude. So I was like, I did. I, I talked to somebody. I was like, it's it's a weird ass dude on this train. I don't know why he in Oakland. I don't know why he in Oakland City and East Point and um in <laughs> West End and none of these black areas and, and draped in nothing but Confederate flags and Trump yeah. shit. Yeah. So y'all might need he to look out for right him. Right. Yeah. He's, he's of course. See, so. I saw that name when that man turned around that name back. I was like, "Oh, you supposed to be here?" So I showed like, "Like, uh, <laughs> uh, your ass don't need to be down here in the bottom part of IKEA if you ain't got no fucking basket. Because when you yeah. out here picking up our stuff in rugs, you need a basket. If you ain't he got no basket, name tag on. Back upstairs. He did. When he turned around, he did have a name tag. I didn't see that. At first. <laughs> That's what I'm laughing at. I didn't see that first. Y'all. I did You know, I'm looking. I'm looking like you know, because you can't get out of IKEA quick. You know that. You know that. So I'm you like, well, I can get shoot, shoot up the club like, while I'm in here. He was about to call the folks on you. He was like, y'all, it's, it's a crazy-ass black lady who okay. continues to follow me through Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with her? <laughs> I was following. You know how, how they follow black people? They go into the store. That's how I was fucking following that dude. I know that's, I know that's right. He went right. about to shoot me up in, the, in the, uh, Ikea trying to give me some, give me a good rug for the, for the runner for the hallway. So yeah. I'm more mindful about places I don't think... I need to know where the exit is and how to get out. But... Like I said, after a war happened, after there was, I think it was, because it was like two shootings at a couple of years ago in movie theaters, but it, it didn't deter me from going to the movie theater. I was just like, okay, we, I live my life, you know, um, but now I, I do travel with a taser and it's always charged up. So I'm really excited about that. It's just an interesting time because so, I mean, a lot of people do want to get out, obviously, juicy crap. Um, but they've, they've been streaming so much and Disney plus and releasing shit to your home theater when you wanted it to, I, you know, I I think movie theaters will come back eventually at some point. I just, I wonder how much it will be altered. Like, I don't know. I miss going to the, I really, truly love the movie going experience. I just miss going to the movies. I love it. Um, so Yeah. I, I'm, I, yeah, my fear in the movie theater is just people coughing and then me getting mad and then being upset. So, and then leaving. So I'd be like, damn, my $20. But I was like, I watched uh, the Godzilla versus, um, uh, yeah, this shit was so hot. And I was like, man, I want to see this in the IMAX. It was going to be real good. But on my 46 inch, it wasn't so great. But I was like, I need to see <laughs> movie theater. I know people didn't like it. I liked it. They thought it was fun. It was a fun watch. So, <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> I had fun watching it, man. It was good. I didn't have any expectation going into it. I, I kind of liked it, but it was just something to watch. So, That's how I felt about watching Thunder Force. <laughs> what? That was when you posted Thunder that. I was like, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I literally read a book and would look up every five minutes. I laughed five times in that whole fucking movie. I was like, I this enjoyed, is terrible. I enjoyed Thunder Force. Terrible. Thunder Force more than Kong versus Godzilla, whatever it's called. And yeah. uh, and more than coming to America too. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm gonna watch the movies are so bad. Mark, uh, most of uh, Melissa. I mean, Melissa yeah, 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 McCarthy. Yeah, are like not good, especially with her and Jason Bateman. But they're endearing, even right. though they're really not good. So I'm yeah, 
I'm gonna I, watch. I, I think that's the. I think that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the point. Right. I was like, I'm gonna watch this so I can make sure they get they get uh so that Octavia can get the get my views, um because I know they were number one when I first watched it. But I was like, okay, let me read this book. I did. It was just. It was just not good. Um, it made me very, very depressed and very sad. Um, so yeah, what was not good is the New Mutants that is on HBO. I, I would suggest with that Arya like, Stark. With Arya, it, but they put her in a crazy wig, and I'm like, <laughs> she actually has nice hair. Like, it was just like, what is happening here? It mm. was, just, it was, it was rough. It was a rough go at it. Um, so I would not say if you could have other things to do with your time, do other things to your time. It's okay. You don't need to watch it. All right. That's all I got, man. Um, check out The Nevers. Check out uh, Mayor of Easttown on HBO. Um, HBO is dropping these. HBO is dropping some hits. So they're dropping some hot uh, hot shows. So Mayor of Easttown did premiere last this sa- Sunday. And, uh, is the that Never- with Kate Winslet? Uh-huh. With Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've ever seen Broadchurch or like broad, that kind of uh, murder mystery, that's what this is. Um, and then The Nevers is about Victorian uh, mutants. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, it. It ain't nothing to write home about, but it's something fun to watch. Check out Snowfall. Snowfall is better than The Wire, almost. People are going off. I mean, they are really liking Snowfall. I just, I live through the through the whole crack thing and have many family members that did cracks. I don't like. I don't need to watch it, but people are really liking it. I want to watch it, it so bad, and I've heard somebody say that it's more like Breaking Bad than The Wire. Okay. So, which I never really got into Breaking Bad. So I was like, maybe that's why I haven't quite gotten into Snowfall yet. But I do want to watch the finale to today, tomorrow, even though I haven't seen. <laughs> I was like, hey, you going to start with the finale? <laughs> because yeah. this is the person that will go to the end of the movie and watch it backwards. Yeah. Why not? I, I have a question. <laughs> you watch did, Game of, did, if you watch Game of Thrones backwards, it might get better. It would get better, wouldn't it? No, that's true. Not. It would improve. It would get Definitely better. true. Does Snowfall start off kind of slow or something? Because I just don't recall yes. there being yeah. a lot of fanfare about it when it first started. Okay. It did. Yeah. The John Singleton years R.I.P. That's where I am. And I'm like... Oh, so this was a John Singleton production. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Was this his last project? Yes. Yep. Oh, Okay. But people, I mean, when it comes on, everybody's talking about it on Black Twitter. So I know it's a good, it seems like. like a good. So I need to get through the John Singleton years. How many years? Because this is like the first thing, the first two season. Years? of this. Yeah, yeah, the last two, three seasons, yeah. So it's like the first season of Different World where you're like, eh, just got to get through that. And then the rest of the season. And I'm <laughs> like slugging gone. my way through. I am slugging my way through this first season, which is why I'm like, let me just watch the finale tonight or tomorrow, whenever. And then I'll be excited to okay. slug through. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I just went to Wikipedia and read every episode synopsis for the first season because I was like, I'm not gonna make it hmm. to this here first season. Well, I might, I might check it out. Yeah, people are loving it, so I'm like, I'm sure it's pretty good, pretty hot. Well, that's all we got um, for this episode of Four Layer Takes, um, episode five of falcon and the winter soldier minus our best black friend lamar um (laughs) so (laughs) so we thank you guys for joining us um we hope that if you need to do some self-care please do that please take care of yourself 
no matter what. Um, if the news gets overwhelming, turn it off, go to go to Ikea, but be real safe and watch out for people that don't really blow there with no baskets um, and just take a break, uh, go for a walk and um, just, just do what you need to do to take care of yourself because it is kind of a crazy time right now. Please wear your mask, please social distance. Maybe not go to, if you want to go to Juicy Crab, just order out and go and just like order and you can take it home so you can be safe. Um, but do all those great things. Uh, and thanks so much. Follow us on all the social media platforms on Twitter. It is the number four for layer takes. Um, and please make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, if you follow us or listen to us on iTunes, please rate and review us because that's how we, you know, get to be known on iTunes and get, um, likes. So, you know, please uh, shout us out there. And again, thank you guys so much for joining us. And we hope that you're enjoying the show. Please let us know, give us feedback and we'll see you next week for the end of uh, the grand finale of Fashion Women's Soul. know that the Derek Chauvin verdict just dropped almost what two hours ago so how are you guys all feeling about this I feel like this is very everything I think it's just very everything I don't know how to, I don't know how to <laughs> feel all the I think we can feel all the feelings um all the feelings I mean I'm like um I don't know I, I, I'm happy for the verdict and I, I don't want to say I'm shocked, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been surprised if it went the other way either, just because history. So it's kind of like it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I'm super convli- conflicted. Okay, That's I cool. am feeling positive about the verdict. Okay. However, this is why I'm feeling positive. One, I think the the DA, I think they properly charged him. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, what they've been doing in these other cases is like the charges that they've given them, it makes it difficult to convict. All right. But the charges that they gave, I'm not even going to say his name, this mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. Um, I think were appropriate. So I think it made it the jury's job on conviction mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. easier. I, I appreciate the uh, attorney general saying this is an accountability. This is not justice because yeah. it's not justice. Like justice would have been for this to not even have occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then knowing that, what was that? A couple weeks ago, close to the same area it's still going on yes and so while i am feeling positive about the conviction it doesn't restore it doesn't correct it Mm -hmm. i don't know what this does Mm -hmm. really that's why i'm conflicted Okay, that's doable. Marcus, what are you feeling? Uh, I mean, I said a few weeks ago, uh, and I mean, in one of the intros to our podcast, like I said, I, I couldn't, I could not fathom or begin to, I, I just couldn't see a world where this man was allowed to walk free and society still exists, if that makes sense. But um, 
uh, just a it's just a small and, and uh, it's it's a unfortunately because change doesn't come in change doesn't come swiftly and as great as we hope it's it's a small victory in a larger war or a larger battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, just uh, I, and I, I'm sure you all probably saw this tweet as well. But like Derek Chauvin was just the eighth officer convicted of murder since 2005, but there's been over like 16,000 killings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like man, like people. So like this is the first step, but like damn, this is like like this shit like what's it like point zero 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 like COVID is more deadly than this or like this is more deadly than COVID. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, just a small first step in a long war battle for change and justice. Yeah. And what's happening with the other officers? I don't know. I haven't followed the well, other they, two. They, uh-huh. they were charged. I don't know exactly with what, but they, they were charged and I know they'll stand trial soon as well. Yeah, I just the last the last I saw were people confronting them when they were like in grocery store. They would be out in public and people were like walking up and confronting them. But other than, yeah, I don't know as far as uh, court ca- court cases go. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've, I have not followed it close enough. Yeah, I feel I feel I feel like I said, very relieved because I was kind of holding my breath because I, I lived through like a lot of like us. The Rodney King, when I was in high school, the, that verdict coming and after watching him get beat up on tele on, you know, everybody's TV as well. And seeing all those cops be acquitted when we're literally all sitting here seeing this man be almost, you know, almost killed by police in the way that they uh, beat him was so savage. So living through that and then the O.J. Simpson, like it was these court cases that cycle through. I just prepared myself like, OK, I'm going to eat my donuts I'm going to be very happy if the verdict is he's convicted, but I'm also not going to spiral down into like a pit of despair if if he was not convicted, because I already know what is what. Now, my fear was more black and brown people getting hurt if he wasn't convicted through riots, more police brutality, the military showing up and killing us or, you know, shooting us in the head with rubber bullets. So I, my nervousness the, the, in the pit of my stomach, well, what would happen if he wasn't convicted to even more black and brown people that would be out there protest? Because I mean, every major city was on alert and La- Atlanta right. was on alert. You know, we, uh, every, everybody was on alert. So I didn't know. Um, and I got the text message and I was out at the grocery store. Like I was telling you guys, um, I, I was just like, oh shit, here we go. So I was just like, I just provide support. If people need support, um, my ex-roommate who is, uh, uh, works for one of our local universities said their students were um, doing a live Zoom call and all watching the verdict together for support, for, just to support each other, depending on what it was. And most of her students are young, young ladies of color. So it was just really, it was, a, it, this time I, I felt like I was more of a support system and needed to be the cog in giving the support, not necessarily re- being ready to receive it. So you know, I'm, I'm happy that the verdict was what it was. I agree with you, Kim, that this was the the way the charges were stacked made sense for a convention, a conviction. It made it easier to convict when you I know we all want murder one. We all want, you know, that the number one conviction. But it's hard to prove that with, without a reasonable doubt and for people to really serve that time. So, um, yeah, I I'm just this is like I said, this is Marcus. It's one step. And they said people out there throwing money. And everything. <laughs> I heard that, but then somebody was like, well, "I don't know." I heard that I hadn't, um, I hadn't watched a lot of the coverage uh, due to what I 
said before the podcast. But um, somebody said that they thought it was referring to the fact that he was killed over the counterfeit 20. Okay, okay. So I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. As long as it wasn't Usher money out there. <laughs> That, that was, you know, that was Usher, Usher. We had some Usher bucks out there. Right. <laughs> so yeah, um, I like that somebody tweeted like, "Now this is what we need to do to Breonna Taylor's murderers." It's like it's so many, so many, um, unfortunately. But this is the first step, and I am, I feel good about what happened to Derek, uh, the guy today. I feel good about what happened to him, and I do, and I love like. I think the retweeted out like when oh now you know what's, what's up and like they showed his face before the verdict versus right after <laughs> he was shook and I was like yeah you're going to prison bye <laughs> yeah he was looking like he probably thought he was gonna get off like he was like uh I'm going home I'm white and a cop like guys send my car I'm going to the house no you going to the big house that's where you going to the, to the people to where people pay the house no well he still has to be sentenced yeah so. has to be sentenced yeah yeah, because he was looking confused by the verdict. Like, are y'all yeah. talking about me? The white man? The white cop? <laughs> me? Oh. <laughs> he was perplexed. But no, tonight right. he is, but tonight he has put his handcuffs back on and he's going to back back to jail, back to his jail cell. So good luck. Don't drop the soap. See ya. Sorry guys. <laughs> Keep it in my phone. Keep it in my phone. <laughs>